another bonus episode. Tonight, I'm going to frolic through the wild and wonderful world of marsupials. You know, those fuzzy mammals who have a pouch for their newborn babies. I probably won't cover every marsupial species in the world, but I will chat about a lot of them. Of course, I will cover the most popular ones, like the kangaroo, the koala, and the opossum. I will also cover some that you may have heard of, but you may not know much about, like the kangaroo rat, the wombat, the Tasmanian devil, and the banded anteater. And I will cover some marsupials that you may have never heard of, or at least <laughs> these are ones I had never heard of, such as the bandicoot, the Tasmanian wolf, and the sugar squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it is probably cracked out sugar squirrels that live in our brains and keep us up at night. Don't expect any deep science about the biology or behavior of these animals. Tonight is just going to be a relaxing and general introduction to all of these adorable creatures. Well, you will hear how some are adorable and some are not. Here's a hint. If the word devil is in the animal's name, then it is probably not a marsupial you want to cuddle. Oh, my favorite fact for tonight is why the expression playing possum for playing dead is 100% incorrect. If you've ever heard that term, playing possum, or used that term, playing possum, then you're going to learn why that expression is wrong and what is the correct thing to say. Alright, let's tackle the wild and wonderful world of marsupials. Marsupials are mammals whose female members carry their little ones in a pouch. This can occur for several weeks or even several months after they are born. Even after the little animals are quite able to take care of themselves, they will hurry back to their mother and jump into her pouch in moments of danger. Long ago, marsupials were spread all over the world, but today, most of these species are in Australia. A well-known exception is the opossum, which is found 
start with the most popular marsupial of all, the kangaroo. Kangaroos are the largest of the marsupials. The male kangaroo, often known as the boomer or the old man, is very much larger than the female, growing to be almost nine feet from head to tail. In some ways, kangaroos are sort of like humongous hares or gigantic rabbits, except kangaroo front legs are too small for running, so they hop about on their hind legs. Their large tails support them while they sit and help them balance when they leap. And boy oh boy, can a kangaroo leap. Each leap can cover about 15 feet of ground. They have powerful legs and huge claws, which are formidable weapons. And if backed into a corner, they will use them to defend themselves. Even those tiny arms are dangerous. You don't want to be grabbed or punched by an angry kangaroo. They can also use evasive tactics. If chased, some kangaroos take a sudden leap sideways into thick bushes, lie perfectly still until the pursuers have passed, and then make off in the opposite direction. If an enemy appears when a baby or a joey is playing on the ground, the mother will snatch it up and put it into her pouch as she is hopping away without pausing for a moment in her retreat. There are at least 23 different kinds of kangaroos, the smaller ones being generally known as wallabies. The large wallabies are also called brush kangaroos because they live in a thick, brushy jungle called the bush. Large wallabies may be six feet long, and small wallabies may be no bigger than rabbits. There are also tree kangaroos, which have longer front limbs than ground kangaroos. And of course, tree kangaroos do climb trees and even sleep in them. The next marsupial is the kangaroo rat. These animals, often called potaroos, are quite small, even the largest of them being scarcely as big as a small rabbit. They don't jump so well as the true kangaroos and generally run on all fours in a kind of gallop. But when they are at rest, they do sit upright on their hindquarters like kangaroos. 
one of these animals, known as the brush-tailed batong, puts its tail to a curious use. It collects grasses and leaves for its nest by holding them in its tail while it hops along. Its nest is built in the ground in a small hollow tunnel. Whenever it goes in or out, it pulls a tuft of grass over the entrance in order to prevent it from being noticed. You would probably walk right next to its ground nest and never notice it. The next marsupial is the sugar squirrel. It is very much like the flying squirrels of Asia and North America. It has the extra skin on the sides and flanks in the same manner and uses it in exactly the same way. It leaps from a high branch, spreading its limbs at right angles to its body so that the skin is stretched out between them. This allows it to skim for long distances through the air. It also has a big bushy tail, which may help it to fly straight, sort of like quill feathers help an arrow fly straight. During the daytime, sugar squirrels are usually asleep in a hollow tree. They come out at dark to leap from tree to tree, looking for insects or flower nectar. The next marsupial is the koala, also known as the koala bear or the Australian bear. The koala spends most of its life in the trees, and so is also sometimes called the Australian monkey. Most of its diet comes from eating the leaves and buds of the trees. Also similar to a monkey, it has pouches in its cheeks to store food. It may also climb down from the tree to dig for roots or other food items. On the ground, it moves even more slowly because its feet are better suited for grasping a branch than walking on a level surface. When a mother koala has a little one to take care of, she always carries it about on her back, even if it has grown to be half her size. The koala is a very gentle animal, and even when it is captured, it seldom attempts to scratch or bite. The next marsupial is the wombat. The wombat might be mistaken for a rodent because its front teeth are formed almost exactly like those of the rabbit and the rat but true rodents don't have pouches, and the wombat does possess a pouch. The wombat is a dark 
grayish-brown. And when fully grown, it is about three feet in length. Its legs are so short that its body almost touches the ground as it waddles awkwardly along. A wombat is not the cutest of animals. It is lumpy, awkward, clumsy, and heavy, kind of like an overgrown guinea pig. It seems to spend its whole life just eating and sleeping. It can dig very well, however, and makes deep burrows in the ground with a large sleeping chamber at the end. If in captivity, it will often escape by digging its way under the walls. Like the koala, it is very gentle in disposition and hardly even struggles when it is captured. If it is kept as a pet, it soon becomes very affectionate and likes to sleep on its owner's lap, just like a cat. The next marsupial is the bandicoot. There are about a dozen different kinds of these very odd-looking animals. They look like a rat with a snout drawn out like that of a shrew. They have very large ears and a rather short, hairy tail. Owing to the very odd way in which their feet are formed, bandicoots cannot run like other animals. They travel by a curious mixture of running and jumping. They are often considered a nuisance eating the roots and fruits in gardens and crop fields. It may be hard to catch them in action, though, because they are mostly nocturnal. The next marsupial is the Tasmanian wolf. This is not the Tasmanian devil, but a different creature indeed. Sure enough, the Tasmanian wolf does look like a wolf, except it has dark, zebra-like stripes on its back. This is why it is also called the zebra wolf or the tiger wolf. There used to be plenty of these creatures, but early settlers killed many of them because they were attacking their sheep. Tasmanian wolves don't just attack sheep. They attack most other Australian animals, including kangaroos and echidnas. It is also a scavenger and will feed on land carcasses or even marine carcasses that wash up on the shore. Like many other marsupials, the Tasmanian wolf is also nocturnal, spending its days hidden deep in caves or rock formations. It seems to really dis
always like sunlight because it has an inner eyelid that helps to keep out as much light as possible while it is sleeping. The next marsupial is the Tasmanian Devil. The Tasmanian Devil is about as big as a badger or a bobcat and is sometimes called a wild cat. Its fur is gray, brown, or blackish with a white streak on the lower part of the throat and white spots on the side of its body. Unlike the Tasmanian wolf, it doesn't look like a wolf, but rather it looks like a small bear, which sounds adorable, except it is quite fierce and savage, hence the name Devil. It has a wild disposition and is considered extremely difficult to tame in any way, no matter how kindly it is treated, it is always ferocious. Yes, it will bite the hand that feeds it. <laughs> if you merely look at it as it lies in its cage, it will dash furiously at the bars with its teeth bared while yelling and screaming. This small bear is not adorable. It can even beat a dog in a fight. Similar to the Tasmanian wolf, the Tasmanian devil will often attack sheep and other livestock, so it has also been reduced in numbers by settlers and farmers. Like small cats, Tasmanian devils will catch rats and mice which actually could be helpful to some farmers. Also, similar to the Tasmanian wolf, it is nocturnal and has the inner eyelid to block out sunlight when sleeping. It doesn't sleep in rock formations, though, but rather it sleeps in hollow portions of trees. The next marsupial is the opossum. Now you may be wondering about the difference between an opossum and a possum. They are two different animals with some key differences in looks, behaviors, and location. Opossums live in North America and basically look like huge rats. <laughs> While possums live in Australia, and they look like chubby squirrels with big eyes. I'm going to focus on the less cute of these two species. The opossums that live in North America most opossums live in the trees. They are excellent climbers because their hind feet have a thumb-like toe that allows for grasping branches. They also have a long, 
prehensile tail, like those of spider monkeys. So their tails can also grab branches. The tail is so powerful that it can bear the entire weight of the body as the animal swings from a branch to pluck fruit. Besides fruit, they will also eat corn, nuts, berries, roots, and acorns. They will also pounce on a rabbit, squirrel, mouse, lizard, frog, or an insect for a meal. Farmers are not fond of opossums because they will also steal grain, chicken eggs, and young chickens. Fortunately for farmers, but not for opossums, they are easily caught. Opossums are attracted to any kind of bait and will walk into any type of trap. When attacked by a large animal, they are also great at playing dead. As you probably know from the expression, playing possum. But now, I must blow your mind. The expression should be playing opossum because the Australian possum doesn't play dead like the North American opossum. When an opossum plays dead, it will even allow themselves to be pulled about or kicked without showing any signs of life. Then, the moment they think that no one is looking at them, they will rise to their feet and quietly slink away. The next marsupial is the banded anteater. This creature is about the size of a squirrel. It lives mostly on the ground, but it is also a good climber. It has a pointed snout, a long, slender body, and a rather long and bushy tail. It is dark chestnut brown on top, with a number of white stripes that run from the shoulders to the tail, hence the name Banded Anteater. And obviously, it eats ants and termites as well. It has a long and worm-like tongue, which is so sticky that the insects adhere to it as soon as they are touched. True anteaters don't have a pouch or any teeth, but the banded anteater has a pouch and 52 teeth, which is almost the most teeth of any mammal, except for some whales and armadillos. Although it has a mouthful of teeth, it does have a gentle disposition and rarely bites or scratches. So, maybe you can put this marsupial 
into the cuddly category. This is the end of tonight's bonus episode. Good night.